Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Yeah, we're just bringing you that breaking news. We just took the speech there from London, from Downing Street. The British Prime Minister Liz Truss has announced her resignation, literally, in the past uh, seven or eight minutes or so this lunchtime. Our own Kieran Cudahy is there. He's on Downing Street uh, at the moment. Kieran, I suppose just like Liz Truss's reign, her speech was very short today. What's the reaction there? Uh, well, I, I mean, the reaction uh, is one of kind of, uh, I, I wouldn't say stunned silence. I think people are maybe shocked, uh, if not a little unsurprised, uh, that this has happened. You know, I thought the narrative has been that this all started last night, Andrea, uh, just behind me. I'm literally standing mm. kind of under the shadow of uh, Big Ben uh, with that uh, vote on what was ostensibly on fracking, but what became a vote of confidence in the Prime Minister and the chaotic scenes and allegations that people have been manhandled uh, through the doors to vote in favour of the Prime Minister. And despite that, I mean, she did come through with a fairly comfortable majority and some were suggesting that, you know, she would hang on by her fingernails. Uh, but then, like so many others before her, it does appear that she has fallen foul of the famous 1922 committee. They've got fairly good in the last few years at stabbing British Prime Ministers right in the front. Uh, they don't even do it. They don't have the decency to even do it from behind anymore. They celebrate their centenary. Yeah. I know it's kind of remarkable. Yesterday, they, they, they formed, 100 years ago yesterday, to get rid of Lloyd George. And it looks like they got rid of this trust today because the word from insiders this morning was that she was going to hang on. And then came the news that she was meeting Sir Graham Brady, who's the chairman of this famous committee of Conservative MPs. And then, as you say, not too long after, she ends up just on the steps of Downing Street, uh, just up the road from us now. We were there watching it. And she announced the resignation. She didn't have a whole lot to say. Uh, in it, I know she talked about kind of the, the distractions facing uh, her in government, and they became too much. I mean, the distractions were of her making, and it was all to do uh, with the mini budget. I mean, if you're yeah, looking absolutely. for when the thread began to be pulled, it was at that moment. Uh, dozens of Tory MPs, though, s- calling for her uh, to resign. Pressure just obviously getting far too much, Kieran. Even in, as you mentioned, the, the past 24 hours. Like, what happens now? Well, what happens now is not a collapse of government, not even a collapse of her cabinet. What happens now is that she just becomes what Boris Johnson was uh, for a little while, which is a acting prime minister, a lame duck prime minister, a caretaker prime minister. And we go through the whole process again of conservative MPs putting themselves forward. Uh, Within the party, then, uh, there are... Uh, apologies there, there's an ambulance behind me, but uh, the Conservative Party themselves go through several rounds of voting, and that happens fairly quickly, and then it goes out uh, to the party membership. And it was the party membership who put so much faith in Liz Trust. The party themselves didn't have huge faith in her. I mean, that was the problem she faced from the start, was that she didn't have a united party mm. behind her. There was much more support for the likes of Rishi Sunak. But then that support became undermined when it went out to the, the membership uh, out there. So, I mean, will they do the same thing again? Will the membership reject the implicit recommendation of MPs? We have to wait and see. You're there, obviously, as I mentioned, you're on Downing Street. Uh, you're over for the few days. Uh, this is obviously the talking point, I'm sure, on the hard shoulder this evening. It is, absolutely. As you imagine, we're going to have lots of reaction and analysis from political insiders, from political experts, uh, from people who know all too well the Conservative Party because they are or were members uh, of it, with the views from the opposition benches, and the views from people on the street as well. I mean, there is a sense of, of 
dejection, I think, from people that politics has kind of reached this nadir. Yeah, people are still engaged, and they're engaged for the same reason that people are engaged in Ireland at the moment. And it's because the cost of living. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No doubt about it. So, you know, in any other circumstances, they might be rolling their eyes and thinking, this is just a circus that I'm not paying any more attention to. But it directly impacts people in the pocket, so people do care. Uh, Kieran, more of course from Kieran Cuddy here on the hard shoulder from four o'clock this afternoon. Do stay stay tuned for that. Uh, he'll have plenty, as he said, of a reaction and analysis. Speaking of analysis, uh, the Minister for Rural and Community Development, Heather Humphreys, is with us here on Lunchtime Live today. Minister, your reaction there to Liz uh, Truss's resignation? Yeah, well, uh, just say hello, uh, Andrea, How and to, hello to your listeners. I'm good, thank you. Well, what can I say? Politics is not an easy game and on a personal level you would have to feel sorry for uh, Liz Truss. In politics, you know, you have to make hard and difficult decisions and it just goes to show you that populism and sound bites don't always pay off. And can I just say also there's been nothing but political instability in the UK since the Brexit referendum. And, you know, that was a direct result of populism and people there wanted change. And can I just say that change is not always good. And there were some people in this country and some parties that said we should follow uh, policies similar uh, to the UK in implementing energy price caps. And this just shows you that populism doesn't work. And when the the markets desert you and the IMF are circling, it's not a good place to be. Are you surprised by the timing of this this afternoon? Or was it just the writing on the wall the minute she's going in to meet the uh, 1922 chair? Yeah, well, it's, it's all happened very, very quickly. And I have to say that, uh, you know, it's concerning to see this going on in the UK because they're our nearest neighbours. 30% of our exports go to the UK. And economic turmoil there has, has an impact on us. So I, I hope that uh, that they, they get a new leader in place uh, quickly and uh, they move on because it's, you know, it's uncertainty is not good for anybody. This sort of, if you want to call it chaos or turmoil, I mean, the situation in the UK over the past four to six weeks. and uh, What knock-on effect does that have here? Well, uh, as I say, uh, uh, an economy that's thriving in, UK, in the UK is, is certainly of uh, benefit to this country in terms of our close trading relationship with the UK. We have reduced our exposure to the UK in terms of preparing for Brexit and we, we were helping businesses to find alternative markets and that has, uh, our reliance on them has certainly reduced over the years. But still, as I say, we have 30% going there. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's sad to see these things happening and, and how, but a lot of you know, a lot though, Minister. I mean, many would say a lot of this is entirely of her own doing. Well, as I said to you, uh, you know, populist policies don't pay off. And uh, it might sound good. And it, 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 all of these things that she was bringing in, every single one of them have been reversed. And the, be- the, the best example I can give you is this, uh, the, the price cap on, on fuel. Like they wanted to bring in an energy price cap. We said in this country, no, we won't bring that in because that's like giving a, a blank check uh, to, to the energy companies. And we have looked at it, we have dealt with it in a different way. So it just goes to show you, you cannot make these decisions and and, and uh, you know, think there's going to be no impact. The markets turned on on the UK. The the, the value of the pound fell, and uh, there are consequences. The IMF are circling. So you know, you make decisions, and uh, if, if they're not the right decisions, it has very negative impacts on your country. Uh, have there been any communication yet? Look, I appreciate this has only happened in the past ten to fifteen minutes uh, this afternoon, but you know, have there been any communications yet between government? here and uh, yeah. in the UK. Well, 
Well, as I say, I'm I'm obviously not party to those discussions, but it's it's literally only after happening. So I'm sure you know we we have we have Minister Coveney. He's he's in Northern Ireland on a regular basis, trying to sort out the issues around the protocol, trying to get the executive up in Northern Ireland up and running again. Those are the most important things to us at this minute, and we'll continue to work with the administration in the UK to make sure that 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 you know that we get the 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 institutions back up and running in Northern Ireland because that's very important for us in this country also. All right, Minister for Rural and Community Affairs here, Heather Humphreys. Minister, thank you for your time on the programme. Um, Vincent, Vinnie McAvinney, London correspondent, is with us here too on uh, on Lunchtime Live. Um, shortest serving Prime Minister in in UK history, is that right, Vincent? Yes, that is right. The shortest serving Prime Minister, the third female Prime Minister, uh, and she is gone in six weeks and two days. Yeah, I just made the point to Kieran. It was a very short resignation speech and, and not dissimilar to, I suppose, the length of her tenure. Yeah, very much so. I mean, what more can she say? The only thing that she tried to do failed spectacularly. And this shows that really what we always suspected with Liz Trust, she is somewhat of an empty vessel politician. She has no strong convictions. She's moved from being a Liberal Democrat in her youth to a Conservative, a Remainer to a Lever, someone who wanted a Republic to a Monarchist. She has flip-flopped on all of these issues. And ultimately, this is the culmination of uh, Brexit. Six years, four months ago, the Brexit ultras within the Conservative Party managed through mistruths and some would say outright lies to convince people that this was the right course to take. And this is the fruition of it. They finally got their candidate who was willing to go along with their plan, which no one in this country has ever voted for, of mass deregulation, crashing tax rates, moving towards a very kind of Republican U.S., Singapore on Thames model and the markets reacted to that and said no this is not the way that a G7 economy set up like Britain can completely turn to Uh, and this is the result of it this is the end of that hardcore Brexit dream. The the leadership election is going to be uh, that's going to take place now Um, but I just see in the past few minutes here looking at the screens behind me the Ed Davey the uh, the Liberal Democrat leader he's calling for an election I mean is that now the likelihood? Keir Starmer is is doing the same, and they're making the argument that, yes, okay, Labour might have changed from Tony Blair to Gordon Brown uh, in one parliamentary term, and and the Conservatives have done the same with Theresa May and Boris Johnson. But to do it twice now really jeopardises the idea of British democracy. The UK has an unwritten constitution. It is said to be uh, more flexible, but it does have limits, and you can only bend it so much before it starts to break. Uh, And I think there will be all the other parties calling for a general election. I think that that idea is going to be very popular in the country. But now Liz Truss saying there will only be a week-long leadership contest. We will see who comes out as the leader. Conservatives will not want a general election and they'll do everything no. to stop it. No, but but if we've already, I mentioned uh, Davy and, and Keir Starmer already calling now, I mean, we're only tw- 20 minutes out from that, uh, from that statement at half past one today. So this is going to gain momentum over the next couple of hours. I, I think it is, but it, it's not in their power to call. It is in the power of the leader of the party, which has the biggest majority in Parliament. That is Liz Truss for the next week. Then it will become someone else, perhaps Rishi Sunak, perhaps Jeremy Hunt, uh, and then it will be in their power to do. They are, you know, this th- is the damage factor. That is what they have to weigh up. How much damage will it do to Britain's reputation, 
to trust in politics, to faith in institutions, not having a general election for potentially another two years. That is what they're going to do. And they will be very frightened uh, that if they are uh, in place and call an election that they might beat Liz Truss's record for being the shortest prime minister ever. Well, I, I was just going to ask you, Vinny, who wants the gig? Who wants the gig? Within the I Conservatives. Mean, within the Conservatives. I mean, that is, that is the question. A lot of Conservatives are willingly saying now a period in opposition would do them well. Um, potentially, you know, if you do feel like there's a sense of national duty to step up uh, and try and sort things out to keep the country going, you know, those at the top. Jeremy Hunt has been in, in the cabinet off and on for the last 12 years. He's obviously stuck around with the hope maybe one day of getting that top job. Uh, and this is maybe his third and final chance of it. I think he'll make a go. Sajid Javid, maybe I think Sunak, the, the sort of Boris still supporters uh, will try and block him from getting it for taking them down. So, I mean, I think there will be a, a competitive enough field, but the talk now will be that, you know, it'll be a vote for the MPs because they need to command the party in Parliament uh, and the threshold for getting on to the final ballot will be incredibly high. Just finally, Vinny, I know, you know, obviously the announcement, as I said, it's just been made. You're there, you're in London. We spoke to uh, our own Kieran Cuddihy, um, who's there on Downing Street as that that statement was made this afternoon by Liz Truss. But like, I mean, have you, have you got a sense yet from the public? Like, what's the, what's the what's the mood like there today? You know, I'm in Canary Wharf right now doing a story. Uh, this is the main sort of financial district of uh, London. Uh, and I was walking through a few minutes ago before the announcement and everyone was looking at their phones and that push notification came through to say she was making a statement. And you just heard people saying, oh, my God, she's going to resign. She's got to go. That's all you're hearing from people. The text messages I had from people saying what's going to happen uh, beforehand. I've just said as soon as the lectern's there, there's only one thing she's going to be saying. I think, you know, people uh, we've, we've gotten quite used to the UK of this constant chaos now. But even the past 24 hours has been, you know, so much potentially accusations that there were physical you know, altercations going on in Parliament trying to force people into voting lobbies. The Home Secretary going so quickly, the Chancellor going, it, it does really feel like it's got to the you know, Game of Thrones Series 8 and it's just getting a bit too much. <laughs> All right. Come to the end of the Netflix series. Listen, Vinnie McAvinnie is always London correspondent. Thanks a million for joining us here on Lunchtime Live today. We didn't expect the uh, the programme to take that turn, obviously, this afternoon, but sure, there you have it. Uh, that news just in um, from the British Prime Minister, Liz Truss. Uh, yeah, her resignation and, of course, that leadership contest due to take place. Uh, Liz Truss says it'll happen within the next week or so, but Look, obviously, um, yeah, calls now today. Keir Steimer, various others, Ed Davey, looking now for a full-on general election. There'll be plenty of analysis, lots of discussion. What does it mean for Ireland? Stay tuned here to News Talk. Kieran Cuddihy will have all the details for you live from London uh, this afternoon, 4pm. Don't go anywhere. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.